Hey, this is The Humans We Are with Carola, episode number 28. Hello, my human friends. I hope you're doing amazing today. If you're new to the show, as always, I want to welcome you and I want to assure you that you are in the right place if you're looking for a way to start relating to yourself in a more loving, kind and productive way. And if you're not new, as always too, welcome to another episode of The Humans We Are. A few weeks ago, one of my clients came to our session wanting to talk about motivation. She said, I am not feeling motivated. I need to do all these things. So I really need help getting motivated. Can you give me a tip or just any advice to get motivated to do the things when I don't really feel like doing them? I I just, I don't really want to do them. And before I tell you more about this interaction with my client, I want you to think back to a time that you were in a similar position. Okay, you got it? All right, so being her coach, I asked her further questions, right? I said, tell me more. What are all these things that you're not doing and that you're saying that you want to be doing every day? And she told me about this to-do list that she likes to keep every day with things for work, but also for personal things. And she wanted to do all these things so that at the end of the day, she could feel good. She could feel like she was productive and she could feel accomplished and content with herself, even proud. So for her, it was things like working on a presentation that she needed to do in two weeks. Um, So she didn't have to be working on it at the last minute, like usually. Or things like cleaning out her email inbox or researching venues for an event that she had to put together. And also personal things like folding laundry, organizing the pantry or her closet. You get, you get what kind of things that could have been. So what has it been for you? What have you, who are listening right now, put on your to-do list that you wanted to tackle so that at the end of the day, you could feel productive and proud of yourself? And I asked my client, and I want you to make as if I am asking you too, so answering your own mind, if you will, So what happens if you don't do these things? What is the natural consequence? Like you're saying that you are not doing these things. Are you getting in trouble? What kind of trouble are you getting into? And yeah, like in general, what happens as a result of of you not doing these things in your day to day? And she said, oh, I always end up doing them. I always end up working last minute, like very like late into the night, but I always, I, I do them in the end. Like it's not that I am not delivering what I need to deliver on. 
And she said, I would really like to be able to make steady progress in advance so that I don't have to overwork myself last minute because I know that I will meet my deadlines. So there are no real outward consequences, so to speak. It's more like internal consequences for me. I would be so thrilled. It would be so nice if I didn't do this to myself. But it happens that in the moment, I, I am not motivated enough. So this question that I ask her next, I think it's one of the most important ones that I'm going to share with you today. So I want to really, I want you to really listen to this. So I asked, is there any part of you that believes that finishing in advance with plenty of time left is better than doing things last minute and she said yes and what i offered her is i said it's not better or worse there is no moral hierarchy here you're still delivering what you needed to deliver and you may think that if you worked in advance and finished with ample time you may think that the quality of your deliverable would be better but likely you don't have any evidence to support that. In fact, you know for sure that all the times that you have finished last minute, you've done great. You've received good feedback. It's been at least good enough, right? So you don't know for, for a fact that working in advance would be conducive to a better quality in your deliverable. You have the hypothesis, but I would say at this point, it's not necessarily um, a helpful thought because the truth is that you don't really know, but you're using this idea that it would be better against yourself to make yourself feel bad and awful and, and inadequate and all of that because you are not doing things in advance. You see? And my client pushed back and notice if you're pushing back too, because she said, yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. You're right. I don't have evidence that things would be better. And I, I know that I am delivering what I need to deliver and it's good enough. She said, yeah, all of that is right. It's true. But I would really like to change that habit because it creates so much stress for me when I have to overwork last minute and have so much pressure on my shoulders only in, in, only because I did this to myself. And I said, yes, I totally hear you. But can you feel the difference when you want to do it so that you create less stress for yourself versus when doing it means that you are better or worse as a person. So tip number one is there is nothing inherently better about doing things in advance or not quote unquote last minute. If doing things last minute works for you, I want you to ask yourself, if you didn't think it reflects badly on you that you're doing things quote unquote last minute, if you knew that, if you know actually that your deliverables are good enough and you are good enough no matter what, no matter when you finish 
the thing, the presentation or the report or whatever, would you still want to change this for your own benefit? For you who are listening, you may find that in some cases you can make peace with how you do things. That works for you. In other cases, you may want to change to take better care of yourself so that you don't have to put an all-nighter or that you are getting consistent um, hours of sleep, like my client too, right? I know personally, I'm talking personally now, for myself, I know that sometimes when I have to deliver a presentation, I like to procrastinate a little bit. I don't like to work too far in advance because, oh, let me reframe that because I think I am working even if I'm not in front of the computer. So I like to not start working in front of of the computer until a few days before the presentation. And maybe two weeks before I am thinking actively, like I take I take a walk with the dogs and I am thinking like, what do I want to share with the audience? What is the main message that I want to give them? So I am kind of working on that on my, maybe on my free time, like when I am more relaxed, when I am in nature and it doesn't feel like I am actually working, but I, I am considering it. I am, and it's kind of like brewing in the back of my mind. And then when I sit down at the computer a few days, only a few days in advance, it's like it's already formed, at least to some degree in my mind, and it, it flows so much easier. And I used to use against myself the fact that I would only start working quote unquote on that presentation <clears throat> very shortly before the, the date, the deadline. But then I realized that I, I was okay with that and it, it kind of works for me. So even if I have to work a little longer and maybe a little later in the night, the few days before I have to actually give it, I'm okay with that. And I don't think it makes me uh, worse, a worse presenter or, or anything like that at all. Okay, so let's go back to my client. So my client said that she wanted to change that habit because she really wanted to have that experience of not putting so much pressure on herself. And we had already checked that she really didn't want this in order to make herself more worthy, but she wanted to actually take better care of herself. And that's amazing. Okay, so I kept asking a few more questions. So I said, tell me about all these to-dos that you mentioned. Do you schedule them in your calendar or do you know for sure that there is enough time in your day to actually do them? How many to-dos do you have on your list? Is it realistic that by the end of your day, you actually have time? Like if you had the motivation theoretically, would that time that you had during the day have um, sufficed to cover all of those to-dos? Because otherwise you're just setting yourself up for failure it's a trap you know if you have such a long to-do list that you know you won't be able to cover all of the items on it because you literally don't have enough time in your day 
But at the same time, you're counting on doing them so that you can feel proud and accomplished and productive at the end of the day. I mean, you see how that's not helpful, right? It's not even fair. So tip number two, if you want to feel accomplished and like you tackled everything you had on your plate that day, don't keep a to-do list instead of adding things to a running and endless to-do list. Put things on your calendar and be generous with the time that you give yourself for each thing. If you don't have space in your schedule, either the new thing needs to go on next week's schedule or something this week needs to be rescheduled to accommodate for the new thing. Make sense? This way you're showing yourself respect and care, you're being kind to yourself and you're setting yourself up for success. So my client said, okay, I totally see that. And granted, I've not been putting all my to-dos on my schedule, but some of them I have. And even those I'm usually not motivated to do. And I end up not doing them. And that's fair, and we're going to dive into that. But I want you to see how at the beginning of the conversation, my client was talking about, hey, I am not motivated to do the things that I have on my to-do list, and I need you to help me get motivated. And up until now, we have not talked about motivation at all, and we've solved some of the roadblocks that were in her way. One is the belief that she needed to be doing things a certain way and according to a certain timing in order to think of herself the way that she wanted to think of herself as. Like her identity was tied to a belief that working in, in a certain way was better than the way that she was working. So we removed that. And then we also removed the obstacle of keeping a running to-do list and not really making sure that it was reasonable to aspire to do all of those things in one day and to actually put the things on her calendar to block the time and make sure that she was setting herself up for success in that way. And now we are getting to the part where she was scheduling some of the things, but even those she was not feeling motivated to do them. So let's talk about that. But before we move on, for you, my dear human who is listening, do you experience something like that too? How does this go for you? Do you schedule your time or do you just expect that you should be able to fit all the things in? So think about that, how that applies to you. In the meantime, I'm going to share that I asked my client, tell me exactly what happens two minutes before you have something scheduled on your calendar that you end up not honoring. Let's say that you had blocked one hour to work on the presentation that you will give in two weeks. So let's say that on Tuesday from 10 to 11 a.m., you were going to focus on that. What were you doing at 9.55? What was going through your mind? And she said, well, I was working on something else and I hadn't finished. So I kind of thought I better keep going and finish this because then I will forget or I don't have that much left. So I'm just going to finish this and then, then do the other thing later. 
Have you done something like that, listener? I'm sure you have, we all have, I know I have. And if you think about it, it makes sense. You're making progress on that other thing and a part of you knows for sure that you can always create the presentation last minute and it will come out great or at least good enough. And that even if it's stressful, you know it's okay, like you can take it, right? You haven't died yet because of it and it's familiar it's a it's uncomfortable but it's a a familiar discomfort so why should you do it differently if you know that works your brain likes familiarity it doesn't like new very much it knows that the old way works and it doesn't want you to change it especially to something that you haven't done before and that you have no proof that will even work see Even if you know intellectually that changing that habit will benefit you, your brain will resist. And that's only a sign that you have a normal human brain. It's not a sign that anything is wrong with you. So my client said, so how do I motivate myself then to do what I need to do so that I can change that habit? Okay, so now we've established that you don't need to have a to-do list and that the way that you do things now is not inferior than what you had in mind. So now we know for sure that what you put on your calendar is for your benefit and that you gave yourself a reasonable amount of time. We know that you kindly set yourself up for success. Now that we've done all of that, I can say that you don't need motivation. Motivation is overrated and you are not entitled to motivation in order to do what is good for you. You already do things all the time that are good for you that you don't need to feel motivated to do, but you do them because they're good for you. Like you go to the dentist, you pay your bills, your taxes. I'm telling you, whoever invented the idea that we need to feel motivated in order to do something, just screwed us over. I'm not saying it's not good or helpful to be motivated. If you are, it will probably be much easier to honor your schedule. But you don't depend on it. And that is the key. You still can honor your schedule without motivation and that is tip number three motivation is welcome and nice to have but not mandatory in order for you to follow your schedule and ultimately do what's best for you in the long run bottom line if you notice that you too have a mindset of i need to do things no matter what i feel like so that i can be productive so that I can believe that I am productive and I, I can feel good about myself, I want you to notice that what you really want is to feel good about yourself. And you think you're putting some conditions that need to be met so that you can acknowledge yourself as such. You really want to feel accomplished and proud of yourself. And you think that unless you tackle everything in your to-do list, you won't be able to. And that is why it doesn't matter too much how you're feeling during the day, what's going on around you. You need to tackle those things. That, that is that mindset, right? 
because otherwise you won't be able to feel good about yourself and it, that's so painful but can you see how it's backwards you want to feel good at the end of the day and therefore no matter how you feel during the day you're going to put pressure on yourself to do those things on the to-do list with the promise that by the end of the day you'll give yourself permission to feel good it's like I'm going to make myself feel bad and miserable in order to do these things and then be able to feel good later. It doesn't really make sense. So what if you could feel good about yourself no matter what you do or don't do? If you could acknowledge yourself as productive, as good enough, as responsible, as a good worker, as whatever you want to, and you let yourself be proud of all you've accomplished so far, whether or not you tackle that to-do list for a given day. You can't do that. You just need to let go of that old belief that what you do says something about your quality as a person. If you're listening to this and you're asking yourself, how does one rewire these old patterns? You don't have to do this alone. I can help you. And if you want to find out a bit more about in which ways I can do that, you can visit my website at carolafortes.com or you can also download a PDF where I explained my offers that you can find at carolafortes.com slash offers or through the link in my bio on Instagram. If you want to, and on Instagram, I am at Fuertes Carola. If you want to support this show, honest reviews are the best way to do to do it. And I will be forever grateful. And if you do it, I will also show you out in a future episode. If you have any comments, suggestions for topics that you would like me to cover or any feedback of any kind that you would like to share with me, you can email me at carola at carolafortes.com or you can also DM me at at fortescarola on Instagram. I love the interaction. I've said this before. Podcasting is pretty lonely. So whenever I hear from one of you, it's so nice. Okay, I will be back next week. And in the meantime, I hope you will drop the need to be quote-unquote productive in order to feel proud of yourself. If you're listening to this, you are amazing as it is already and a badass. And you deserve to feel proud right now. That's all for now, my lovely humans. Until next week, bye-bye.